time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Yes, it's the Gay Family Series, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. And now, let's look in on the Coopers. It's evening, and they're entertaining George's boss, Mr. Atterbury, and his wife, Iris. Dinner is over, and the group is in the living room. That was an excellent meal. Thank you, Iris. Oh, honey, that's the best dinner we've had in a long time. Yeah, those oysters. <laughs> I must have eaten a dozen. Seventeen, but who counts? Seventeen? Aren't you ashamed? Lotus bud, I was only doing it for you. <laughs> for me? Certainly. I was trying to find you a pearl. Oh, sure. As long as you like the oysters, I'm happy. Say, speaking of oysters, have you heard the latest story that's making the rounds? No. no. What is it? Uh, well, it seems there was a deep-sea diver and a mermaid. And one Rudolph. day... Rudolph! Yeah? Is this a story for mixed company? Of course not. It seems there was this deep Rudolph Iris, this company isn't mixed It's married <laughs> Well, it doesn't sound like the kind of story He should tell when there are ladies present It isn't uh, It seems <laughs> There was a mermaid Rudolph Very well I won't tell it Oh, darn. Oh, don't look so unhappy, George. I know a joke to tell. You do? Yes, and it's fit for mixed company, too. Well, tell it anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, I'm not very good at telling stories. You can say that again. <laughs> I just try to get it straight. Well, you're a big help. Well, never mind, Liz. Go ahead. Well, it seems this woman went into a restaurant. Yeah? Or uh, no, wait a minute. It was a, it was a man who went into the restaurant. Or was it a woman? <laughs> well, does it make a difference to the story? No. It made a difference in my story. <laughs> a woman. Now, this woman went into a restaurant. Yeah? Or was it a cafeteria? Uh. <laughs> oh, honey, get on with the story. Well, we'll call it a restaurant. This woman went to a restaurant and sat down. Or did she stand up? <laughs> uh, well, I... She, uh... Mr. Atterbury, you're confusing me. <laughs> Let her finish, Rudolph. Thanks. Well, this woman went into the restaurant and sat down and ordered a steak from the waiter. And she said... Wait a minute, Liz. I know the story you're telling, and it wasn't a steak. It wasn't? Oh, I know. It was roast beef. No. No? Then what was it? Pork chops. Oh, yes. Pork chops. 
She ordered some pork chops. And, um... Well? Uh, now that I think about it, maybe this story isn't very funny. Oh. <laughs> well, it's a scream so far. Are you sure you want to hear it? Well, of course we do. Well, I can't quite remember how it goes. Oh, uh, Liz, for heaven's sakes, if you're going to tell a story, tell it. Oh, I've got it. This woman went into the restaurant and said to the waiter, I'd like two pork chops, please. And the waiter said, yes, ma'am. And the, ma- and the woman said, not too much fat either. And the waiter said, yes, ma'am, which way? <laughs> Well? <laughs> Is that all? Yeah. Pretty funny, huh? <laughs> huh? Well? I don't get it. Oh, you have no sense of humor. She has, too. You That's just not. didn't tell it right. The woman said, I'd like two pork chucks and make them lean. And the waiter said, yes, ma'am, which way? Uh. Either way, it's hardly a belly laugh. Oh, you're right, George. Make them lean. I forgot that little part. Little part? The whole point? Oh, Liz, you've never told a joke right since I've known you. Oh, so you're sorry you married me. (laughs) Now, Liz, there's no point in getting your feelings hurt. No, of course not. I've known worse joke tellers than you. (laughs) Well, thanks. Now, Rudolph, you shouldn't have said that. Thank you, Iris. After all, Liz can't help it if she's a lousy joke teller. Oh, now, honey, that's so crying. Honey, look, look, it's no disgrace not to be able to tell a joke. A lot of people can't. You just have to realize your limitations. What do you mean? Well, if you can't do something well, just don't do it, that's all. Good idea. Capital suggestion. All right. <clears throat> Let's uh, switch around tonight. Uh, Iris, you be my partner. All right, George. Fine, and that means my partner will be... <laughs> oh, God. Well, all right. We'll flip a coin and see who gets Liz. <laughs> You three play. I'll go out in the garden and eat worms. George, breakfast is ready. Good. I'm late for the bank. Oh, gee, I'm hungry. That's good. Liz, I've been thinking. We were kind of rough on you last night. Well, I've been thinking about it, too, George. I'm not very bright. I don't do things well. Oh, don't be silly. You're 
You're a wonderful, bright, beautiful, brilliant, scintillating dream girl. Really? Well, that makes everything all right. Eat your breakfast, honey. <laughs> okay. Mm. Say, Liz, you'd better uh, speak to Katie. What about? Oh, this breakfast. The orange juice is full of seeds, the eggs are too salty, and the bacon's raw. Uh... <laughs> now, what are you crying for? It's Katie's day off. I cooked the breakfast. <laughs> well, I've done it again. Chalk up another boo-boo. I was just kidding, dear. Really, the breakfast is delicious. No, it isn't. You were right. Look at that glass. You can hardly see the orange juice for the seeds. It's better for you that way. Rough it. <laughs> well, what about the salty eggs? Well, I, I like them good and salty. You know, that's the trouble with us Americans. We don't get enough salt. No? Well, the bacon's awful. No, not at all. I like it raw. <laughs> oh, stop. This proves it, George. I'm a flop. I can't tell jokes, I can't play bridge, I can't cook. I can't do anything. Oh, now, honey, you, you can do a lot of things. Name one. Well, you're, you're very good at... Uh... Well, you, you're wonderful at... Well, you're really great at... Uh... Uh... Oh, what are you... For... I can't think of anything either. <laughs> now, now, stop talking like that. You, you're getting in an inferiority complex. Oh, no, I'm not, George. You're not? No, I don't need a complex. I really am inferior. Oh. <laughs> Bedroom, Iris. Oh, just, why are you in bed in the middle of the day? Why not? Girl, what's the matter with you? Iris, you're the first person to come face to face with the thing. <laughs> what? It suddenly dawned on me. I'm no good. I'm a failure. I can't do anything. Now, whatever made you think a thing like that? You told me so last night, and you were right. Why, we were not. You're a very clever woman. Well, you can do a lot of things. Such as? Well, you can... <laughs> well, for one thing, you're the best. <laughs> well... You've always been topped in, uh... Uh, those are the same ones George thought of. <laughs> now, wait a minute, girl. I just thought of something you do better than anybody else. What's that? There isn't another person in the world who gets their hair the color you do. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't have to get nasty about it. <laughs> it didn't come out the way I wanted it to. But look, Liz, why don't you get out of bed and get dressed? No, I'd probably put my dress on backwards. Oh, for heaven's sake, you're acting like a moron. That's so like me, isn't it? <laughs> but this isn't getting you anywhere. Iris, I've been where I'm going. <laughs> Liz! Oh, hi, Iris. Where's boy? Liz, are you, are you still in bed? Oh, George. Oh, I thought we settled this on the phone. I, I thought you were going to get up. Well, I was, and then I said to myself, why? And I had me. Uh, oh, honey, now, now snap out of it. Come on, give me a kiss. No, George. Well, why not? You wouldn't like it. Well, look, Liz, uh, you just lie there and rest. Uh, Iris and I will leave you alone. Yeah, well, I'll see you later, Liz. Okay. Iris, I'm worried. Oh, I am too, George. I thought she was kidding for a while, but she isn't. She has the worst inferiority complex I've seen. Y you know what I think I'll do, Iris? Yeah. I think I'll take her to a psychiatrist. Well, that's the story, Dr. Auerbach. She's lost interest and confidence in everything, including herself. Do you think you can snap her out of this? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is nothing. Everybody has an inferiority complex a little. Mrs. Cooper's is just the large economy ties. <laughs> I, will, I will go into my consultation room and see her. Good. I'll pick her up later on this afternoon. Fine. Goodbye, Mr. Cooper. Goodbye. La, 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 la. Well, now, Mrs. Cooper, we will begin finding out all about you. Lie down on the couch. Why? Uh, well, when you go to a psychiatrist, you've got to lie down on the couch. Why? Well, uh, because it's... Uh, well, anybody knows that when you... you uh, I don't know, that's what they do in the movies. That's a good girl. Lie down. Now, let's commence at the beginning. Tell me all about yourself. Okay. Well? There's nothing to tell. I'm 100% dull. Oh, now there must be something interesting to tell. What about when you are a child? I was just as dull, only shorter. What did you want to be when you grew up? Taller. <laughs> you did, too. Well, everybody does that. Yeah. Um, uh, what else happened to you? Everybody has something interesting in their background. They do? Of course. Did you? Well, yes, but... Uh... Tell me about it. Wow. <laughs> Really pretty dull. Oh, nonsense. I'll bet it's exciting. Go on. Well, I had three sisters and two brothers. Mm-hmm. 
by, Mr. Atterbury. George, boy. We came right over as soon as we could. What's up? Well, I want to talk to you before Liz gets downstairs. Uh, come on in the living room. Uh, very well, boy. Well, you know, you know I took Liz to the psychiatrist this afternoon. What do you say? What do you say? She was there almost two hours. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? If you want to find out what he said, Lotus Bud, close your big fat petals. I'm sorry. What do you say? Well, I, I couldn't talk to him at the office because Liz was there. But uh, he just called me a few minutes ago on the phone, and apparently he didn't get very far. Oh, dear. He couldn't get Liz to talk. She clammed up. Liz clammed up? <laughs> I know it sounds strange, but you haven't seen her in this new phase of hers. No, we don't know what it is, Rudolph, but she hardly says a word. Who cares what it is? Just go stand next to her and see if it's catching. <laughs> want us to do, George? Well, the doctor said it was simply a matter of uh, restoring her confidence. Make her feel clever and witty and talented. Mm, you mean build up her ego. Exactly. Now, whatever she does tonight, we'll all praise her for it. We will flatter her. And if she tells a joke, we'll all laugh. Isn't there some less painful treatment? <laughs> Do it, Rudolph. Ooh, the things I do in the name of friendship. <laughs> Liz, come on down, honey. Now you know what to do. Lay it on thick. You believe it to us, George. Oh, hi, Iris. Hi, Mr. Uh, uh, yeah, Atterbury. Atterbury. Yeah. Liz, girl. Liz, dream girl. Oh, I guess you came over to see George. I'll just go back up to my room and sit in the dark. Oh, nonsense, Liz. How are you feeling? Oh, you're beginning to look like your old self. That's an awful thing to say about anybody. <laughs> I'd better go up to my room. Oh, no, wait, girl. We really came over to see you. You did? Oh, certainly. We were sitting around after dinner, and I said to Iris, Iris, you know who's the one person I'd like to see right now? And Iris said... Who? And I said, Liz. That's who? Liz Cooper. The greatest little person in the whole world. And what did she say? What did she say? <laughs> oh, that's a killer. <laughs> That dress before, that's new, isn't it? This old rag? Well, it, it certainly looks beautiful on you. Uh... Oh, it's gorgeous. Iris, why don't you get a dress like that? Well, I would, Rudolph, but I don't have a figure like Liz's. Yeah, well, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny? You, girl, why, your figure's stunning. 
morning. Alongside of you, I look like a... a, a Trihippopotamus. Iris, anybody would look like a hippopotamus alongside of Liz. That's true. <laughs> Say, I'd like to dance. Oh, so would I. How about you, Liz? Oh, no, thanks. You go ahead and dance with George. <laughs> Liz is going to tell a joke. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> joke. Oh, boy. Uh, go ahead, tell us. Oh, we can't wait to hear it. Well, uh, <clears throat> oh, I'll probably mess it up and forget the punchline. Well, if you don't but, want to tell me... Uh, <laughs> it seems there were these two fellas, Pat and Mike. <laughs> building a house, and every time Pat bent over to pick up something, Mike kicked him. <laughs> I haven't finished yet. Oh. Anyway, Pat finally put some dynamite in his back pocket, and he said the next time Mike kicks me, he's going to blow his foot off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you liked it, huh? <laughs> Going to blow his foot off. <laughs> oh, that's a witty one. <laughs> too thick, Rudolph. Uh, well, that was a pretty good story, all right, Liz. Now, shall we all do I something? I know another to... one. Oh, you do? Uh-huh. Go ahead, Annie. Tell it. Well, it seems there was this bashful little worm, and one day he saw another worm, and he fell in love with it, and he said, will you marry me? And the other worm said, don't be a fool. I'm your other end. of the hotel where he lived and he had a horse with him and the doorman said... The shopkeeper said the cat doesn't sing at all. The dog's a ventriloquist. Wake up, everybody. I just told another hilarious story. Hey! Huh? Huh? 
What did he say? Uh, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, going to going to blow his foot off. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm afraid that that's all the jokes I know. Oh, what a pity! And it's only two thirty in the morning. <laughs> well, I could maybe think of more if I tried. Oh no, I'm no. <laughs> I mean, I can't laugh anymore, Liz. I've got a stitch in my side as it is. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I, I guess I am kind of a funny storyteller, huh? Oh, the greatest, the greatest. Yeah, you still want to dance with me, George? Absolutely. How about you, Mr. Atterbury? <clears throat> the next time we play bridge, can I be your partner? I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Okay, everybody, that's enough. Yeah? Uh, what do you mean, that's enough? I mean you can stop flattering me and building me up, building up my ego. Liz, you knew what we were doing all the time. Uh-huh. I was listening on the extension when George talked to the psychiatrist. Well, for heaven's sakes, if you knew what we were doing, why did you let us go on all evening there like this? Because this is the first time in my life I ever got to be the center of attention for the whole evening, and I liked it. facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.